Welcome back to another episode of Words from the B-Side with your girl, Coach Nita. I am glad you guys could join me. Um, this is I'm excited about this episode because I'm having my business sissy on to talk about staying motivated in a climate that can really kind of suck the life out of you. And this is a good time to do that, right? Because this has been a heavy, heavy, heavy week. We just lost the late, great Kobe Bryant to a tragic helicopter accident. Not only did we lose him, there were nine people on the plane. So there were eight other people, including his 13-year-old daughter, Gigi, who did not get to go home to their families. And, you know, it's funny because I couldn't understand why I was being affected so deeply by someone that I did not know that I had no connection to, that I was not a fan of. And I started to put in perspective what his life demonstrated. And it was more of a person who always dug as deep as he could to tap into the best part to himself and put the best part to himself out in the world. And, you know, I talked to a lot of my friends, clients, just people I talk to on a daily basis about being the best version of yourself. It's what I try to help people get to. Because a lot of times we don't realize that we really aren't living up to our fullest potential. And once we realize we aren't, there are certain things we need to do in order to be able to get to that place. When I look at a person like Kobe Bryant, I see a man who studied his craft. He studied He continued to work hard. He went to practice earlier than everybody else. So he never left anything on the court. He never left anything to be desired. He always gave everything he had. So when he walked away from the game, he walked away with peace because he knew that the best he could have ever done on that court, he did. That the best player he could have ever been, he was. And so he had no regrets. We don't live like that. You know, I I started thinking about myself and putting my own life in perspective. What is it that I have done with such excellence that it left me with no regrets? And there was really nothing that I could think of. You know, I poured so much of myself over the last two years into BU, which was formerly known as Purposefully Becoming. I poured so much of myself into it. But was I really as excellent? Was I really functioning at my highest level of self? Was I really tapping into the deepest parts of myself and making sure that everything I did, I was doing with that level of excellence? Excellence, I know that I wasn't. You know, because sometimes we just think that if we do enough and we get to the point where we feel it's enough, then that's enough. And I started to think about what I could do differently and the expectations that I set on myself and what I was using as a limiters. What, how was I limiting myself from reaching that level of greatness 
that I saw in him. See, he is affecting so many people in this world because he was great. And everybody can look at themselves in him and see that there's a greatness in all of us. And we can be that great. We can create that level of impact that he created if we tap into those places within ourselves that he tapped into. You know, then he moved into another area of his life that he was starting to attack with that same level of excellence that he attacked basketball. So I think it left it left me with so many questions about myself and about my life. Every interview, every person that I saw that talked about him, all the tears, all the emotions, everything that people will miss in a man who was his best self all the time. And and that's all we ever saw of him was his his best. You know, I know his when he first came into the game, he wasn't the greatest, but he was working at becoming the player that we knew him as when he retired. So I just want to send my condolences out to his family. I think about the relationship that he had with his daughter, his family, his kids, his wife. I look at the two of them sitting courtside with his arm around her and teaching her the ins and outs of the game so she would know the game like he did. I see a man, you know, it's funny because I was telling someone today, my dad passed away almost five years ago. And I loved my dad. I was a daddy's girl for sure. But I know that there were so many deficiencies in him. And there were so many things that my dad didn't do right when it came to parenting me. And I started to think about the type of parent I am. And I started to think about all the other little girls out here whose fathers are subpar or substandard or that aren't there at all. And all I could think to myself was how, why, Lord, is it fair for four little girls to have an amazing dad who is hands-on, who is there, who loves them beyond love, who is giving them everything, who is spending time. Forget about the things he was able to afford them. It was the uh, the time that he was spending with them, his self that he was pouring into them, that they are now, three of those little girls will no longer have that dad and how that's going to impact and affect them growing into young women and being women in the world without him. I just thought it was so unfair. And, you know, as a Christian, I know we are taught to not question God, but the stronger that I get in my faith, I have those conversations with God because it doesn't seem fair. So even though I know that when your number is called, you must go. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Nothing on this earth is going to be able to stand in the way of your date. We all have a date. But what I want you guys to think about walking away from this is when your date comes, whenever that day is, because this perfectly healthy looking man with so much life to seemingly live in our eyes got on a helicopter doing what he has been doing for 20 years so that he can avoid traffic, dies all of a sudden, along with eight other people on this helicopter. If that can happen to him, it can happen to you. So you have to think about when your date comes, what do you have that you haven't done that you'll have regrets that you didn't do? What will you not have given your all to and walked off the court knowing that you did the best that you could do? Knowing that you were, you rose to every occasion that you set for yourself and that other people set for you. And and mind you, I don't want y'all to think worry too much about what other people think because you have to rise to the occasion of you. But you know what I'm saying? That expectation that was put on him, he more than surpassed the expectation because he cared about what that expectation was because he set the standard for himself. 
So again, if you walk off of the court, did you do your best? And if you didn't, what can you do today? What can you do today to start living to that level of excellence that is going to be pleasing and that is going to create impact so that when you go and your date comes, you can rest in peace because I can guarantee you that Kobe is resting in full peace, knowing that everything that he was created this wave across the world where people are so impacted that they are making different decisions because of a man they never met. And I just want y'all to think about that. That's deep. So what I want y'all to do now, sit back and listen to the conversation I had with Tanisha Yerby, the CEO of CEO for Women, a business that she started to help motivate other women tap into their potential and walk in their purpose and create the business lives that they want to see for themselves. So I hope you enjoy and I'll see you guys on the other side. Hello, 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 BU family and welcome my business sissy. That's what I call her. I call her my biz sissy because we just have that energy together. Um, and we just click like that. And she's going to be my friend forever. I want her to introduce herself to the people. And then we're going to get right into what we're here for. Hey, guys. I am Tanisha. I am the founder of Christian Entrepreneur Organization, um, where I teach Christian women entrepreneurs how to identify their purpose, grow their faith, and start a business. I'm right now. Straight into the point now. What I like to tell people, we always have to get started to let people know how we met. Okay. And so you tell people how we met and then I'll give my little spin on what I think about it. Because I think okay. I did it the last time. Okay. So we met on social media, Instagram. And so I don't, I don't even know like a specific time or day or post or anything. Me. It just like happened. And then we just started inboxing each other. And then I did your event. And then we were like, best friends. And then that was it. That's the end of the story. <laughs> so when and I just go to the girl, like we just text and talk like, okay, so yeah. we had to stop ourselves from just casually talking to record. But it's funny because <laughs> I always tell people, I felt the real energy when you came and did the panel, right? Because we chatted and I was watching you and following you. And at the time, my PR rep, um, Brittany, she was trying to find people to be on the panel for the brunch. And she was picking all these random people. And I was like, save a spot for Tanisha. Here's her, her information. Reach out to her and see if she can do it. And so she did, because, you know, she was picking all these other people. And when you came, I was like, this girl been my friend forever only because I think we just sink in so many areas. And even when it comes to business, why I even wanted you to be on the podcast to talk about being motivated in life and business is because so many times when I go through my own droughts and I'm feeling very disconnected or I don't want to post or I just social media is dragging me down because I get 25 likes on a post that I poured my soul into you like no girl da -da 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 -da, and give me all these tips and tricks and and I feel like we bring so much positive energy out of each other when we're talking to each other so I want you to be able to share that light 
um, with everybody else because it really motivates me when we even just, if we just exchange texts for five minutes, I'm like, this is it. Like she has got my, my spirit um, jumping. So we are talking definitely about staying motivated in life and business. So I want you to start by telling people how long you've been doing what you have been doing and how you even got motivated to get started doing what you do. I officially, okay, so I got my LLC in May of 2017, mm-hmm. but before that, I had been posting on Instagram, which I am not ashamed to say, I just started this on Instagram, okay? I know people like to have this whole, you know, right. I, I did this business. No, I did not. I posted on Instagram, okay? Right. That's how I started this. So I started I this right. in, I think, November of... I I think maybe, I don't know, I had posted for like seven months before I actually got an LLC. Okay. And then when I got my LLC, I figured, you know, I kind of had an idea of what I wanted to do. So I've been doing this now for about two years. The first year, um, I knew what I wanted to do, but I didn't know how to execute it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So for the first year, I just kind of sold t-shirts just to generate some income. And then for the last year, I just took a break. Um, which you helped me take a break because you were like, what you doing? What you doing? Because you, you need to get it together. <laughs> so, you know, you got me together. And yes. I took a break for the last year and I was like, what are you doing? You know, in love. In, you love. Know, in love. Yes. And I appreciate that because now I have clarity and I know what I'm doing. I know what my message is. And so that's what I've been doing for the last year. The last year has just been about growing my community. Um, so I haven't had anything that I was selling per mm-hmm. se. So I'm just growing my community for the last year. And then, you know, some new things coming out for this year. So, so, you know, we were talking about you being all over the place, needing uh-huh. to kind of come back a little bit right. and refocus on where you were and, you know, get motivated around what that message was. Right. You know, I know even for me, because you're just like me, like we're these creative souls. And, you know, we joke about this all the time that we can do everything. Yeah. We can show up <laughs> everywhere. You know, we can be the Kobe in every situation that we're in. Because if you give it to us, we can make it work. Yes. But we have been learning right in this environment in this culture that you kind of got to pull back a little bit and find what it is what your message is and be able to work on what that message is what did you do to hone in on that message when you came back and said okay I'm doing too much what is the message who do I want to serve how do I want to serve them like what were some of the things that you did I think I had to I had to hone in on purpose Mm -hmm. because like you said we're good at basically everything and that's not to toot our own horns or to say we're better than anybody it's just some people are just get it done by any means necessary people yeah so we're just naturally good at stuff because we're used to getting it done yep so I could open a hair shop and I can do hair I could open an event planning center and plan parties Mm -hmm. I could bake for people like there's so many things I can do and it's not I mean it's just because I'm just that person that I'm just self-taught Yeah, I enjoy teaching myself how to do something. I could build websites. I can do all of this stuff, but I think it had to boil down to, you can do all of this stuff, but what is your purpose? Like, what does God want you to do? And you, the good thing about knowing your purpose is you can tie all of that stuff back into it. So all those things that you're good at, you can tie it back in. But once you know that, what the end goal in mind is like, who do I want to impact? Who am I talking to? 
who, you know, who is my customer? When you know all that, you can tie everything back into it, but you still have the same end goal in mind. Mm -hmm. So I had to start with purpose first because before that, listen, (laughs) I had a business every three months. Girl, that entrepreneurial (laughs) spirit. You know, just, I just had an entrepreneurial spirit. And that's what it is. is, And I had a business every three months. And you know, I'm not the person that's going to shy away from it. I'm telling you about my business. And I'm a judge. (laughs) That's true. And you know, it's funny because when we talk about staying motivated, right? Mm -hmm. When you're all over the place and you're just throwing darts at the board because you want things to work out and you're throwing these darts everywhere and they're not successful. Right. They make you doubt your ability to be the person that you know you are supposed to be because you're just throwing darts at the board and you're hoping something sticks. Right. And it doesn't mean that what you're doing is not positive or that it's not a great thing or that it's not a gift that God gave you that you can execute in the world. It just really means that maybe it's the timing. Maybe it's that you aren't sitting. We, what do we, we talk about that, right? So right. you have to not have doubt in yourself. Like you said, find the purpose right. and then learn what gifts you have that can tie into that to make that purpose really go out and create the impact you want it to create exactly yeah because girl there are just I used to feel like I had to do all these things you know we talk about following people we've Mm -hmm. talked about that and I used to think I need to do all these things to be a certain person or show up in a certain way but you said some key things at one time that I want you to say now about feeling like you have to be out in that Face doing everything right I want you to tell me why you now see that just because I can do it doesn't mean right. I'm supposed to do it I think when we feel like we or when we do all of these things you really end up doing nothing mm, mm. because now you know now because you're building your website and you're creating the content and you're the mm. social media and you are doing events and you're doing all this stuff like nothing is getting 100 percent right because it can't right because you you can only stretch yourself so thin and so when we stretch ourselves that thin I feel like that is the main thing that gives us that doubt because you're not really giving your all to something so you're really not getting the results that you should be getting Mm. because you're not giving everything to that thing so for me, like, here's an example. The whole last seven months has only been about growing my social media. That's Mm -hmm. it. It has been just about growing my community. Um, because it was overwhelming. I was trying to, I was trying to build a website. I was trying to do all the graphics and all this stuff. I said, it's just too much. So I decided, you know what, put a little welcome page up, tell people what you're about and focus on one thing, grow your community, establish your voice, clarify your message and so that's what I took time off to do but when you do that it really it like lifts a weight off of you Mm, don't talk about it you are so weighed down by just trying to do everything and it's just like you just you really get nowhere it's fruitless fruitless. (laughs) exactly and we think we're doing something and then you just you're just really just spinning your wheels in the mud and you're just you just exhausted you're exhausted you're tired and you're not getting anywhere. Listen, you need to stop. <laughs> the amount of days that I used to spend just up mm-hmm. all night into the next all night. day 
writing a book, creating a program, updating my website, you know, creating something else that I could put out there for the world because I thought I had to have my hands in different things. Yes, and you know, I, I don't, I don't want people though you focus in on entrepreneurs, right? And, and Christian women who are trying to get their vision off the ground. But so much of what we talk about can go for life too. Yes. You have to really take a step back and roll out slow. What we say, listen and wait. Mm-hmm. Because if you are running off to the races, I've had so many things that I knew God deposited in my spirit to right. do. But I would take what he gave and not take it as maybe just the vision and the insight into what he was trying to give me. I would run off to the races and I would have that product out in two days. <laughs> right. I have a story about that too. Which you see we- what I'm saying? That ain't what the Lord told me to do. Right. But I was so hell-bent on running and getting this thing out there and doing everything I felt in my spirit that the fruitlessness of what I was seeing and what I was pouring myself into stopped me from feeling the motivation to continue. Right. Because you know I stopped for a long time. Right. Because you know people talk about execution because that's that's what everybody talks about execution but we fail to plan sometimes so we just skip right over the planning and we're going right to execution yeah so a funny story i have is that i always thought with entrepreneurship you had to like sell a like an item so i was always looking for like the next thing to sell mm-hmm. and so i would like start all this these businesses and like try to sell something and then i realized like okay this isn't working and i mean i wasn't passionate about any of it which is a whole different thing but I just, I was trying to sell all this stuff. So I went in prayer one night and I'm like, okay, God, what, what do you, what, what do you want from me? Like, what is, where's my million dollar product at? Mm-hmm. And he specifically said to me, all I want is your voice. So for me, I took that and I'm like, first, I didn't know what it meant, mm-hmm. but then I'm like, oh, he got him in a podcast. <laughs> he got him in a podcast. Like what else did he mean? He has to be talking about a podcast. So I ordered my mic. (laughs) I downloaded like all the software. And I think I recorded a podcast within like two weeks. I recorded like so many episodes. But you know what happened during that two week time frame? I was so tired. I was burnt out. I Mm. wasn't feeding my family. I was not cleaning my house. I was Mm -hmm. not doing anything because. Not only did I take the podcast task on, I still had all the other stuff that I hadn't cleaned off my plate yet. So I just piled something else on top of it. And so I got burnt out. When it came down to editing it, I was like, oh, no, ma'am. No, (laughs) ma'am. This this could surely not be what he he meant by my voice. So I said, this is is not going to work for me. And so... From that point on, I knew I'm like, okay, so he gave me a word, but I just ran with it. Like I just, I just did my own thing because I heard it, but I didn't ask for clarification on it. And the podcast could have been, you know, like what I'm doing right now. Using my voice could be on someone else's podcast or speaking engagements or writing content or anything, but I just jumped. Like, soon as I heard that word, I just popped right into it. (laughs) I'm so that person. So I'm so with you on that. It's why we're so connected in that area because I am so, you know, like I, I think I told you before, like 
years ago, 10 plus years, I started a blog mm -hmm. and I loved, I mean, when I say this blog, I cultivated this thing, girl, I kept rechanging it and editing it new, you know how you get creative. So you want to make the website look like this and you want to do, and I mean, I was getting so deep in these blogs, girl, I was researching, I was doing all of this stuff and I loved it. Like it was my little corner of the world where my, whoever my little few people were, they read it and it was me motivating and, you know, putting out information. And I think in the process of all these other things that I wanted to roll out because I was feeling so good about them and I'm so creative and I can do it. I started rolling all of these things out and forgetting about my foundation. Right. Right. So again, you know, we say you get distracted by what other people are doing. You get distracted about all the things you want to do. You forget about the core of who you are. You forget about your core message. You forget about your objectives. And like you said, it comes down to really writing things down, taking things slow, getting the deposits and figuring out when the timing is right to execute instead of thinking you just need to run off with it and do it because if you run off and do it and the timing isn't right, you are going to lose your motivation because the results are not going to be what you want them to be. Right. And you also have to be careful, not only of that, but who you, how early you share your dreams mm. and who you share them with. Mm -mm. And so for me, the last, when I started this business, I started treating my dreams like a pregnancy. Mm. Like with your pregnancy, you don't tell people as soon as you find out. That's right. You wait at least until you're in the clear, which is the first trimester. That means you got a little bit of foot in the game. Yep. You know, you, you should be in a safe zone. You yeah. know what's going on, yeah. but you don't tell people right away. And that's how I treat my dreams now. I don't have to share everything because I think we have this fear of if I don't share it, it means I, it looks like I'm not doing anything. Like we're uncomfortable yeah, that's true. with people thinking we don't have anything going on. Yeah. And we have to get comfortable with really not caring about that that's right I, have, I took the last couple of weeks off of social media um not off per se but I had life going on and I was busy yeah so, I mean I didn't I didn't give anybody explanation for it and I, it just felt fine but yeah. I think we have to get to that place where we're like you know what it's okay like I yeah. mean need a break take a break or whatever you need to do then I mean we really we just have to get out of wanting to explain everything to people and tell people everything that we have going on so and you know what and and that leads to when you share your dream with everyone you're allowing them to speak into your dream right and you have to be careful the words that you let people speak over the purpose and the vision that God gave to you Right. And you know, that's funny because at this particular juncture, you know, you and I have talked, this coaching business means everything to me. And it right. means everything to me because it is my whole soul bared for the world because I right. want to use me to be a blessing to somebody else. So whenever I do anything, I'm really sharing me. It becomes very personal. Right. So I can lose motivation very quickly when I don't feel people are buying into what I'm doing or people have something negative to say or they're speaking ne negatively into me and over my business. But the reality of the situation is if you hold things close, 
and you allow that vision to 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 be birthed inside of you and cultivate cultivated and nurtured and, and you are seeking God everything will come forth and you don't have to lose the motivation because you're not allowing the words of other people to filter down into what it is that you're doing that's in everything right I am learning you know right. what I mean? And I have a story about that with my, my husband. I like to tell mm-hmm. this story to people. So my daughter, when she was born mm-hmm. and we had to transition her to her crib, I, from the bassinet to the crib, I made this little blanket thing and I put it on Facebook and people loved it. And it worked for my daughter. Like it really trained her to sleep in her crib. Oh. So I was selling them to people and I, you know how I am, you know, yes. I my idea. I'm like, okay, I got to find a manufacturer. <laughs> I just jumped all the way to <laughs> I got to open an Etsy store. Yeah, open an Etsy store. I got to make a Facebook marketplace page. <laughs> so I did all this stuff, right? And so now we have to be careful of thinking everybody is hating on us. So that's where this story is going. Because some people are not hating on you. Some people are just curious. Yeah. And so this is a story about me being discouraged when I... I just wasn't, I shouldn't have shared so early. So when I was planning all this stuff and I was going through all this stuff um, of trying to like find manufacturers and all this stuff, I sat my husband down and I said, you know, this is what I want to do. And I think I might've told him a little too early because my husband is a planner. Mm. I'm a doer. So I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I will get there. Right. He needs to know, okay, what route are we taking? How long is it going to take there? Who do we need to contact? Okay, so mm-hmm. what time, he's one of those people. So when I told him, he started, he had a million questions. Well, what if, what kind of material do you need for the blankets? Ooh. Is, the, is the material gonna be, do you, do you have to get that tested out? He had so many questions that I got discouraged by the question. So, and I say that to say this, I know my husband is not hating on me. Oh no. I know that, right? But I got discouraged because I told him too soon where I didn't even have enough information for myself. Mm. Had I have done a research before I even brought this to the table, I possibly would have still been, I mean, obviously that wasn't in my purpose. Right. But if I had enough information, if I had done enough research, Mm. I wouldn't have been discouraged by those questions because I would have already known the answer. Yes. Yes. Yes, this is material we need. Yes, this is the manufacturer that I need. Yes, I can go through this website to get, but I had no information. I just shared it right off the top. And I like to tell people that story because, you know, so many times we think, oh, they're hating on us. Or some people just, they don't see. They want to know. And they don't see your vision because it's your vision. But it's not their vision. It's not their vision, right? And we get discouraged because they got too many questions or, you know, they're not as excited as we want them to be. And honestly, if you just, you can, we can cut that out by That's not even what I'm telling them. you cut Listen, all you, of that out. <laughs> you said so many things like, Oh, can I even, can I even get into all the things that you said? Because it's so true. It ties back into knowing your purpose, because when you know your purpose, you can stand so firm right. in that purpose that no matter what questions you may not have answered yourself, right. you can stand up against those questions because you know that that is what you're supposed to be doing. Right. right. And again, like you said, you have begun to learn, you have begun to learn in this process, what is Tanisha supposed to be doing? Right. What does God have me here for? Because I have the ability to sit in it 
to take all these extra things off my plate because I just want to reiterate those things, you know, take all those things off my plate that I may be great at these things, but they may have nothing to do with what it is I'm supposed to move forward in this business with. Yeah. You know, and so if I just take the time to sit back and figure out what that is, then I can start to create the steps, steps that I need to in order to be able to get that done without running off to the races with something that I feel so good about because I know I can do it and it may not be what you're supposed to do. And I think that's why so many of us lose motivation in business and life because we aren't being patient in the download process. Right. That's in the planning process, you know what I'm saying? And if and we I know think this that, stuff about ourselves, yeah. for me, I know about my, this is how I am. If I tell you, if, if you're close to me and I tell you I got an idea, you know, I want you to share my excitement. Yeah. I want you to be excited with me. Yeah. But knowing how people are and yeah. knowing that sometimes you won't get that, I had to trick myself and say, mm-hmm. okay, let's just not share it. Yeah. So even with this business, there are still people that are close, family and friends that have no idea that I run a business Mm. because I knew that if I had told them and they didn't give me the excitement (laughs) that I wanted from them or that I felt that I should get from them because of our relationship, I knew that would put a strain on the relationship. And also, you know, I'm not too big to say I would side eye them. Like, you know, what what about the confidence too? I mean- The confidence piece, I think, is so significant for us to bring up, right? Because even if you know that, you know, even if you know that you know that you know, when people you love or people you care about don't see what you see, it can be a confidence deflator. It can be. It really is. Which is why for this business, I decided I started this business. Now, out of 10,000, I think 10,500 followers right now. I think about 60 are people that I actually know. Right. But I, because I don't, post, and listen, I don't post to my family and friends. I know they're not in the market for what I'm selling. Yep. And so I don't even go down that road. I, I don't drain myself by, you know, because people, they'll like pictures of you and, and your dog or you and, you know, your husband or you and your kids, but you post something about an event or a, they are not here for they are, it is crickets. And so I knew that from past businesses. So I said, I, I already know how I am and I know how people are. Yeah. So let me just skip over that. Let's build something without the people, you know, and then the people that, you know, can catch on on the back end. So yeah. even sometimes I'll still get random messages like, hey, is this you? Yes. It yes, it, it is me. You didn't tell me about it. I don't know. I, cause you're we, not my market. We, we invite unnecessary stress. Yes. Criticism, critique. Unnecessary we stuff do. in our lives by opening up to people. Because nine times out of 10, we know these people are pro- like, we, we've probably got this vibe from them before. Yes. We know. We, we chance it though. Right. We, we yes. chance it and we're like, I'm going to just say, cause you know, you're so excited yes. and you want to share it with people and you just hope that they've changed. And so I just know that about people and I know how I am. So I say, you know what? I don't, I don't even share it with people. Some people are like, I didn't know you did a conference. Well, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't tell you about it. So I didn't tell you. So I didn't share. (laughs) You know, it's so funny because I have had people come to me and don't get me wrong. You know, there's been an evolution in my business since I started, even though I know deep down, I want to help people. I know the core of what I want to do. Right. And I, 
I think though that because I have had some shakiness in the business and it not being received totally the way I wanted to be, that I will have had people come to me and just ask me genuine questions about, so why are you doing this? Like, what do you want to get out of this? Mm -hmm. Who are you trying to help? And it would throw me completely off my game. Right. And it's not that I don't know the answers to it. It just throws me completely off mm -hmm. of my game because like you said, I have, since this business started, I have done challenges. I have written books. I have had written journals. I have written workbooks. I have sold t-shirts. Tanisha, my business is a full faceted business with everything. The only thing I ain't doing is, I mean, I have events. I, I don't know what I'm not doing. But I think, like you said, it comes to that point where I will have people question me and I will have people ask me my prices and say, oh, I wouldn't pay that. I have had to get to the point where, because I've just gotten to the point where if I do a video, I might actually share it to my Facebook now because I have a lot of people who started following me because I was a coach. Okay. So my, my Facebook is no longer just family and extended friends yeah. that I've known over the years. So I would just share a video. Mm -hmm. And like you said, I can show up in a dress. I'm going out to a party and I'll get 300 likes. Mm -hmm. But I show a book that took me 19 years to write. It took me 19 years to finish the book that I just put on the market last year. Mm -hmm. I can tell you maybe 10 of my friends bought that book. Right. And, and I had to get to a place where I knew, I felt in my spirit, it was the right timing. I knew that God put it on my heart to do whoever it touched. It was meant to touch and whoever right. it will touch in the future was meant to touch. But I had to gain a confidence within myself that it wasn't something that was rushed. I right. moved when God said move and those people are not my people. And right. I have told, I have told friends and family, if you don't like my prices, you're not my target market at all. So I'm okay that you think I charge too much or I'm okay. I had a girl tell me, Tanisha, that I have so much work to do on myself. She don't know how it is. I'm actually helping other people. I wish you could re record facial expressions. Girl. Jaws on the floor. Do you understand? And I, and I told her I was so calm. That shows how much God is working on me. Right. Because I said to her, the funny thing is every preacher, teacher, coach therapist everybody that's out here helping people is still a work in progress and that my dear is why you are not a client right Every and you see what i'm saying right you just have to get to the place where you understand what's for you is for you right. and you don't get thrown off track by what's not right and you have to know what you bring to the table and what you value yourself at because mm. people will always lowball you that's mm. just life I mean, everybody's selling something and everybody, I don't know that I've ever gone anywhere like and paid full price. Mm. I'm, hard, I'm haggling. Yes. So that's just what, that's the nature of what people do. But if you don't budge, that's okay. There's going to yes. be somebody behind you that wants that price. Yep. So it's, I mean, that's just what it is. If whatever works for you works for you and it goes both ways. So if I'm selling my product for this amount and this is what I want for it, then, then that's, what I want for it. That's what yeah. I value myself as. Yeah. And I think when we know our worth, it makes it a little bit more, I don't know, it, it makes it a little bit more easier for us to not take those type of haggler people or those people who try to question it to heart. Because some people, that's just in their nature. That's just what they expect, a discount at every turn. Don't discount yourself for the sake of someone who doesn't understand your value. Right. 
Exactly. Let's just put that out there in the street because that will change your level of motivation too exactly. because people can't see the value in you that you see in yourself. But you will never make it if you can't see the value in yourself that that you want to see. You have to see it before anyone else can see it because you have to persevere through all the people who want a shortcut. Right. And that's another thing. You were saying something about like family and friends or you had 10 friends purchase. Mm-hmm. That I think people don't see our value until other people that other people see it mm. so they they're with you at the bottom but they're not even going to acknowledge you yeah at the bottom because they're waiting for you to get a certain level of status so to speak before yeah. they can actually like it is it's insane to me even with social media there are like we started talking probably two years ago when i first started the page yeah yeah like, genuine connection there are people because you know everyone preaches collaboration collaboration which is a whole nother whole nother podcast child because they they preach on collaborate they say they want to collaborate but they really don't want to collaborate no they just want your platform they want your platform that's what they want you know yeah they want an ad but anyways a free one a free one one. yes that's what they want so it's amazing the people that i reached out to when i was starting out crickets absolutely nothing and, and now it's just like, Hey sis. And I'm like, I'm confused. <laughs> like, what are you, why are you talking to me right now? I'm confused because I don't think, I don't know. I think people, pe- you just have to, and which is why I don't really do a lot of clicking. Yeah. Me either. Because if I, you know, what happens when you guys don't like me anymore? Or what happens when, you know, I piss one of you off or whatever? <laughs> you know, what happens then? Am I out the group? Do, you know, my business fall apart? <laughs> so, I, you know, I think we just really have to value yourself because other people, they're just not going to. Like before Beyonce was Beyonce, she was. In Destiny's Child. In Destiny's Child. You know, and before that, no, people, there are a lot of people that probably passed over her that looked over her and now you know those same people are like oh my gosh she's like the the epitome of black royalty right right and so people just they're just not going to see they're not going to see what you see yeah um, until you actually and I mean you have a responsibility to yourself to make it happen but that's when people are going to essentially value what you're bringing to the table too so So that's a good point. That's a good segue into something that we've talked about before, because you know, I've gotten to a place where because social media is stressful for me. So we're just going to go ahead and put the truth out there because, you know, I'm walking in my truth. It's stressful for me because there's a barometer set on who you are and the level of success you have by the amount of people who are following you and promoting you and you know and like you said I've had people in my circle or space that have talked about collaboration and they do a lot of that but I don't I always said that as much as I like to work with other people and use their platforms I don't want to lose the authenticity of me by doing that Right. And, you know, and I also don't want to feel the stress and pressure of having to go along with their schedule and what they do. You know, I've learned to go with the flow of what works what best for me. Right. So, you know, we talk about going with the flow and I always say, you know, I started to say the devil is a lie because even in a business, you have to have some type of structure. You know, we talk about posting every day stuff I did not want to do. And you see that I step my game up because I do want people to see my business because I am giving them the word that God has given to me. You know, we talk about that too. And I, I actually took that 
that quote from you about waiting to get the word that God gave to you because right. that's what I want people to have. Right. So when we talk about letting letting things go with the flow and letting God deposit into you and not feeling that you have to adhere to the standards that other people set for you. How much does that affect your business? The standards that people set, you know, that make you say, this is what success looks like. I think, you know, in the beginning I did do that. I looked at other people and I'm like, okay, they post three times a day, Mm -hmm. but you know what? If God is not giving me three words a day, then it, it's fraudulent. Okay. Yeah. My message is faith-based. So we're, we're, so that's where that comes in. But I, I did look at people. I'm like, I got to post three times a day. Mm-hmm. I have to uh, post, you know, this type of stuff for people to like it, or I have to do this. And when you do that, it's unnecessary stress because mm-hmm. you are putting yourself in like this box which entrepreneurship is supposed to be the total opposite. Like we're supposed to be getting out of the box and then we get on social media and we just hop right into this social media box. We do. And we have to do what everybody else is doing. So what I realized is that a, um, it's a lot of, um, I don't know what the young people say, capping. What they say? Don't get me the line. A lot of uh, fraudulent. (laughs) So what people post and what they appear to be doing or they appear to be successful um is not necessarily always the case like people and it's obvious they they post their highlight reel and i mean that's obvious you have some people who who take it a step further and then they do try to post some real down-to-earth content but for the most part people are posting the good stuff like i don't know if you noticed like all last year 2019 i was talking to my friend about this Everybody was posting all their successes in 2019. Everybody was doing everything good and it was amazing. They had the most amazing year. And then come 2020, everybody was like, girl, 2019, <laughs> take me out. <laughs> I can't wait, wait a minute, because everybody was living their best life. Right. Any failures. What do you mean? It tried to take you out. What do you because mean? that's not what we saw. That's not what we saw. We saw you living your best life. So I've learned to just, social media is what it is. People are going to post um, the highlight reels of their life. And so comparison is that little thing that we get caught up in. And I admit I was caught up in it. I'm like, well, how, how do they post this many times and get this many likes or this many followers? But when you get out of that rat race, that's literally when everything just clicks. Because now I'm not trying to keep up with you. And and a lot of times, like we talked about this before, these people who are doing these things, sometimes they have a team of 20 people. Mm. They have a social media whole like team. Yeah. They got five people that's cranking out content a day. Yeah. They have a, like a whole folder full of content and captions. And then you have people who are solopreneurs who we're trying, we're trying to mimic a whole 50 person business by ourselves by ourselves. And we don't even realize it. Like they have 50 people on their team. Yeah. And, and we have, have one, you. you have you. And now you're trying to, you trying to do sales funnels. You trying to build <laughs> this extravagant website. You're trying to do all this automation. You're trying, like, you can't, you can't not, you are trying to do 50 jobs with one person and that's why we get burned out 
Oh, yeah, because they're making us look at success through that lens as opposed to success where you are. Because like you said, I get to a place where this week I might get 25 likes on a post. That's success for me because I dropped off for a long time. And some days I might get eight on a post that was deposited into my spirit that is not canned, that came to me that day that I was like, this is the word I'm supposed to put out. And I get eight likes on it, but the next day I might get 25 and I have to measure my success based on my level of success. Exactly. We compare to other people. So when I talk about content, you, when we think about viral content, we think about other people's content. Yeah. But we have to think about our own, what our own viral content is. Yeah. So when you see you had a, if you normally get eight likes on a post and you've posted something that got 25 likes, you need to go back to that 25 like post. You need to see yeah. what font you use. What was the background? What time did you post it? Um, yeah. What was the caption? Did you ask a question at the end of it? Did you share it to your stories? Did you send it to a friend? Did you mm-hmm. ask people to send it to their friends? Like you have to go back and analyze everything from that post. So when we're looking at viral, your, your own content can be considered as viral, yeah. which is literally how I was able to grow my page because I posted for the longest time, I would get like two, 300 likes and I posted something one day and it got 3000. And I, I was just confused. I was like, right. what happened? What, what happened? Did someone share that? So I tried it again the next day. I tried the exact same font, the exact same background, the exact same time, exact same captions. And it did it again. And then I tried it again and again and again. And, and then that's every the time. rotation. That's the rotation. So captions, I just took everything from that one thing mm-hmm. and just kept going. And also when you're testing out this type of stuff, which I'm probably going off on a tangent now, no, but when it's okay. you're testing out like content, you have to be consistent with, because a lot of times we'll post something and it'll flop and we think it's us. It's not that people didn't like your content. You may have posted at the wrong time. Yeah. You might've had the wrong uh, graphics with it. You yeah. may not have used the right hashtags with it. It's not always that what you posted isn't likable or shareable it's just some other elements of it yeah so many pieces it's so many pieces right right? and we say don't don't feel like you have to follow other people don't watch other people we say that all the time don't watch what other people are doing you have to get into the zone of what works best for you study yourself study your successes and make sure stuff works for you because now I think that I'm in a space where I'm just posting randomly different things so that I can start to analyze that content because right now I don't feel like I'm having that many wins here or there that are bigger than the other so I'm just trying to work around what works because you know me I'll get demotivated fast because the content is so content right you know it's not I'm not going what we say we've been on Pinterest and we pull what they doing Right, but you know, but I haven't got a word from God. Look, because that's <laughs> it's it's easier to use what you know that people want to hear or need to hear or that's popular. But what did you say the other day to me about that? About oh, use it, yes. Yeah. So I used to use Pinterest and Google and all those places for my content, and God had to deal with me on that. He said, if you are sharing what everybody else is sharing then who is getting the word that I gave you? And Mm -hmm. that was so true because I was literally just taking what everybody else posted, making my own little graphic, and then my caption would be like my real words. Um, But God just had to tell me, like, if you're sharing what everybody else has already said, 
who is getting the word that I gave you? Because I'm not giving your word to somebody else. I'm right. only it's it yours. You. If you're keeping it locked away in your brain because you're too afraid to put it out there, then nobody's getting it and nobody's benefiting from this. So. Oh, yeah. And you know what? It's funny because when you said that to me the other day, it changed something in the way that I show up in the online space. Right. I don't really care who likes my posts anymore. I don't really care who's always on my page. What I care about is that if I leave out of here, mm-hmm. that I said what God wanted me to say, right. because I have to get out what he gives me. Right. And if I don't get it out, I'm doing myself and whoever, whether it be one person or 1,000 people or 10,000 people that need to hear it, I need to say it. Right. And I'm doing the world and myself a disservice if I don't deliver the message that he gives to me. So when I feel it, I don't care what time of the day it is. If I feel it, I put it out. I would encourage people because we're talking about motivation in life and business is to definitely, like you said, study your own content, what works best for you, what, especially if you're trying to grow and scale your business. Of course, you want to do those things. But I am in a space right now where growing and scaling is extremely important. But putting the message out there to me is more important. Right. You know, putting the message out there that is the message that I was given to go out and give because people need to right. hear it. And okay. I- with people too I think we're afraid like we look at everybody else's businesses online and we constantly like for me in the beginning like we constantly feel like we have to be creating or selling like we feel like we have to just sell something we don't feel like we can have those seasons where we can just focus or be still yeah or clarify a message say it that's a word be still yes has been very still for me yeah been working on the workbook and then just growing my community that's it and I know some other you know gurus might not give you that advice but the last thing you want to do is burn yourself out because burnout is not good for anybody it's definitely not good for your business because you're you're going to quit at some point but I had to learn to do just do what works for you I know they say that you have to do this and you have to do that and you have to follow this schedule, but do what works for you. And so what worked for me was taking seven, eight months off, growing my community, and now the next season is going to be promoting the product. And then who knows? I might have another season of quietness because my the business that I want to grow doesn't necessarily look like any of the other businesses that I see out there. Yeah. I actually do enjoy being a mom and a wife. And so I don't want to build a 24 seven business that is a priorities friend. Right. I, I don't, I have no aspirations to do that whatsoever that yeah. I have to have essentially another baby on my hip all day. Yes. Just build a self-sufficient business. And so I don't, I don't see that from a lot of people. I see the hustle constant. Like there's a thing with hustling, like sleep when you're dead. No, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. And I know that's like the entrepreneur mindset. And I am probably like the black sheep of the entrepreneur family because I don't want to sleep when I'm dead. I Well, I'm with you. now. You I, and I are in the black sheep corner together. Yes, because I enjoy it now. Like I want to actually enjoy my life. There's a quote that says, don't get so busy 
what is it? Don't get so busy making a life that you for making a living that you forget to make a life. Yeah. And I think that's just saying, don't get so busy, like caught up in everything else that at the end, you're just, now you have time to relax when you're, when you're 80. Like, no, enjoy yeah. the whole thing. Enjoy, and that's yeah. really the life that I want to build. So I have to realize that looking at what everybody else has going on just doesn't, it really just isn't one of the business plans that I want to partake in. Oh yeah. What was that quote that was real big last year? Booked and busy. And I said, you know, (laughs) you know, I'm a busy bee, you know, and I've seen him. I see it in my daughter. Oh my goodness. She's not even three yet. But when I say she is on the move and I see so much of me in her, like even my son, he, I don't think that child gets eight hours of sleep a night. Right. And so there's so my child. I got it from my dad. He was the busiest man I ever knew. He never, and he used to stay asleep when you did. But I realized something. There was a period of time in my life where I was hustling. My son was young. Mm-hmm. And I was hustling. I was going to school and finishing up my degrees and I was building my career. And, you know, I was doing all these things at work. And one day I woke up and I was working on a second master's degree and had no remembrance of even getting the first one but I remember the tears I was crying getting the undergraduate degree like up at two o'clock in the morning crying because I had a small child and I was working a full-time job and I was going to school and I thought to myself in that moment I don't want to be that person and I started purposefully becoming which of course is now be uncovered I started purposefully becoming with that same mentality of hustle 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 and sit later after you establish but what I learned in that process was that I hustled and I poured everything I had into this business and it wasn't fruitful and I was so fatigued that everything God was giving me I couldn't even give it because I was so fatigued I had nothing left right and a lot of people are building a life, like, you know, you see the quote that says, build the life you want. Yeah. And a lot of people are building a life of hustle. Yep. And I was that person. I was building a life of hustle. And I, I really had to sit and say, is this the kind of business that you want? Yeah. That you can't sleep at night? That you Girl. have to be up on the computer at 4 a.m.? That you have to create content every single day for. Yeah. That you have to constantly do all. Is this the like? This is what you're building. Yeah. These are the bricks you're laying right now. Yes. Had to carefully think about that and and kind of undo some of that because that's just not the life that I wanted to build. I just don't want to mm-hmm. build a business that I have to be attached. Yes. Social media all the time, or I have to be attached to something all the time. I just kind of wanted to build something that's self-sufficient. So, and that might take a little bit longer. Yeah. I probably sound crazy for saying this, but it might take a little bit longer, but you know, I don't, I don't plan on kicking the can anytime soon. And right. I think that's what scares people. We, we try to like build our business in like, you know, 30 days. Cause I don't, we're in like yes. a rush for life. Yes, girl. Russian. I have to get this done, you know, by this year. It had like it's okay unless you plan on checking out. Um, I don't think you need to rush it. Yeah, I definitely. I just always used to rush it. You know, by yeah. twenty six, I need to have this, and by twenty seven, I need timelines. Those years came, and I was like, wait a minute, I'm still alive. Yep, I don't have it accomplished yet, and so now it's kind of just going with the flow. Yeah, I, be graceful. Right, and purpose is like a lifelong thing, so. As long as you're constantly pursuing it every day and whether that's internal work, reaching out to the people in your community or just doing some, you know, self-education or any, as long as you're working on it daily, 
And that looks like so many different things. It really not does. always creating something. Yeah, be okay that everything is not a tangible right. product to that you can sell to people because you know what I always said you know in the beginning I was giving away so much stuff for free and I was doing all these things because I wanted people to know who I was and you know all those things and then I realized listen if it takes me a little longer to get to a point where um, people will have confidence in spending money with me that's okay because I can't do everything and giving everything away for- i cannot because you train people that giving things away is who you are right and you know i remember when i was going through my coaching training and we were having to submit our products and services and our menus and our prices and all those things right to class i had this crazy coaching price for a three month package and my teammates were like whoa that's a lot and I'm like do you know how much energy it takes to coach someone through a situation you hang up with them and you have all their energy you have to clean out your own closet you gotta purge everything you gotta create you know you gotta create plans that work for them and their healing journey that is that requires a lot of me and if they want to have breakthrough I know I'm breakthrough and if they want to have breakthrough they will pay for breakthrough right it wasn't about it was it was just about knowing worth right of self and what it is that I had to do and who I was going to be for those people and I think that it has gotten me to a place where I'm okay with slow builds because I'm right. always going to be that person. I'm going to continue to add to my toolbox. Right. And that's the other thing in the staying motivated in life and business is just continue to add to you. Right. And that's one of the things too, you were saying slow build for me and doing what you can do. So for me, like when I was looking at what other people were doing and I see they have, you know, a steady email list, they have a blog, they have a weekly or a daily newsletter that comes out, wow. all this stuff. And I tried to keep up with that. Yeah. And I, I mean, I am still a nine to fiver, which I have a flexible job, thank God, which I love. But I was literally trying to do what these people who stay at home full time do. And that, and still being a wife and a mom, which was just draining. I was trying to mimic someone else's business plan when I didn't have half of the capacity that they had. And so I realized I had to cut some things out. Like, for example, I don't have a blog right now. Right. And I don't know that I will get one anytime soon. Right. Um, Right now, my blog is my email. They get the email whenever they get the email. Um, I made it very clear in the welcome email. Hey, I'm Tanisha. You know, you guys might get an email weekly. You might not. Don't hold me to it. Um, You know, I don't, I just don't have the capacity that other people have because one thing I don't think is that God gives us a business to neglect our families. Right. Or ourselves. Or ourselves. You know, like how can your creative juices actually replenish when you're just dumping out every single day and not pouring anything back in. Yep. You're not pouring preach that. anything back in. You're just constantly free content all day, blogs every day, social media every day. And yeah. let's not forget about the free consultations that people Girl. see. No, wait, look, that's exactly why my <laughs> consultations are no longer free. No. You know, because you'll get to understand. And I will catch myself and I will, I literally have had a conversation with people like all day long, like, yeah. like literally 12 hours. 
what do you think about that? And I just sat there and answered it. And so I just realized like, okay, okay, okay. You don't have the, the time for this or the capacity for this. And so sometimes you just have to really just learn to do what works for you. And sometimes that means taking a break. Yeah. That means sometimes a vacation to yep. get the juices flowing again. So everything, I think, I think social media has tricked us into like content creation zombies. We just feel like we have to create and just all day long and just keep creating and just keep creating. And you just burn yourself out because here's the thing. Some people, which I am guilty, both hands raised, turned social media literally into my business. Oh yeah. Because I, I forgot about the website. I forgot about everything, like, everything else. Cause I'm like, okay, yes. what time am I going to post today? Okay. Yep. What, what, what caption am I going to put? And, and social media becomes like a four hour thing. And then you got to, you know, respond to people's DMs and comments. And it's just like, it's too much. So sometimes we really just have to take a step back Yep. and just like, it's okay. Get your creative juices flowing. It's okay to have a day. We, um, one of my um, things that we were talking about as far as being able to figure out ways to rejuvenate, because I want you to share some of the ways that you rejuvenate, but I just want people to know in the rejuvenation process, that means that of all you give, you have to save something for yourself. Right. You know what I mean? You have to find ways to supplement what you give to people. Right. Because I know as far as my business, my business is a lot of giving. Right. You know, a lot of people dumping on me, you and know, and I find myself dumping. Right. And I find myself dumping on my friends and then I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But you have to have a, a safe space. Right. And so that's why I always tell people coaches and, and people who like us who motivate and stuff like that. We have to have our own people because we are always pouring out. So always. what types of things do you do to rejuvenate and replenish everything that you're giving out? Because that, that's, that's, that's a release of, of yourself into the universe when you do a post. It is mm-hmm. it's a lot for me, um, honestly, to get myself back on track or to rejuvenate and get my creative juices flowing. Um, all of my posts come through prayer, number one. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's comes through quiet time or when I'm riding in my car, listening to my music. Um, but that and then sometimes um, social media is so noisy. Yes, it's very, very, very noisy especially when you start getting into your niche and you start you know connecting with people in your community and following people that are kind of doing what you do it's noisy and so I have to get off sometimes yeah and it's not because at this point in the game it's not because of comparison or because it's just it's just noisy everybody is selling something and and we are we're all human so we all are inclined to want to do better and we're something we're like oh that's a good idea you know and it's like those little triggers that are like that's a good idea I should add that you know those little deposits in your brain that kind of you don't notice they're being dumped yeah but they are because you're just scrolling and consuming this stuff it's like oh she's got a journal out okay you know it's just all this stuff and so sometimes I just have to get off I just have to cut it off I just have to get off and you know what I have a personal page too Yes. And my personal page is just people who it's funny because the page, the two pages are so drastically different on one page. My business page, it's like logging into a commercial because literally every scroll, someone's selling something, selling a masterclass, selling a workbook, selling a journal, selling a t-shirt, 
selling a webinar, selling, it's like literally, it's like logging into a, a marketplace. It's like log, yes. It's like logging to a marketplace full of commercials. And it is so, I don't enjoy commercials. Um, right. um, and so sometimes it gets like that on social media. So I'll log out of that and I'll be on my personal page because sometimes I just want to see cats and dogs. Okay. <laughs> playing with food. Uh, sometimes I just want to see people on vacation. Yeah. You know, so some, that's how I, if I'm going to still be on social media and I just need to like not be in the, in the commercial space, um, I'll just get on my, my personal page or, or something like that. But yeah, social media, it's just very noisy. And I think you just have to use it for what it is. Yes, um, you do. It's just a tool and we really just need to use it for that and not be so consumed by it. And we know our brains give us those triggers like, okay, log out girl. We get those triggers, but, but we still, Girl. our fingers don't necessarily get the same trigger. They so don't. We- Cause when I say, <laughs> I be like, Oh girl, listen, I live for the comments now. Cause that's where I crack up at. Oh yes. The comments. And listen, we annoy ourselves because ourselves tell us like, and we can, we're just scrolling. We're not even looking at the pages anymore. Like the pictures. You're just scrolling. You're just scrolling. You're just scrolling. Cause I, I'm gonna tell you, the shade room is one of my favorite things, girl. I crack up at these comments. People come. I'm like, these are some new life quotes. I'm gonna gather here and start saying these phrases. But um, I think we shared a lot of good uh, things about how to stay motivated and everything like that. I feel like we could give them so much more, but I want to kind of wrap up and allow us to come into a space where we start giving them some tidbits on what we think they should do to when the motivation starts to die out, because you know me, I've been there, you've lifted me, I've lifted you. And there are things that we do personally, even just as faith girls where we really just say okay this is where i need to be to to get myself back in the swing of this thing right what would be some of the last things that you would say to people just to say this is what wrapping this up i want this is the things i want you to really take away from this okay i want you to know that you are going to some days not be motivated that's the first thing Mm. do not trick yourself into thinking oh this is it this is it. And I am just, I'm going to be on a roll forever. At some point, the ball kind of stops. It does. And that's just life. That's, that's just the ebbs and flows of life. It just, it happens. It happens in your personal life, your work life, your family life. It just, it happens. It comes with it. So understand that it is going to happen and then have a plan for what you're going to do when it happens. If that means a week off, listen, your business is not, it's, it's not going to go anywhere. Right. It, people are not going to say, oh, can't work for her no more. She took a vacation for a week. Right. When we, honestly, what you think, what you're thinking of yourself so negatively, and we, we scare ourselves and other people aren't even thinking, thinking like that. They're busy with their own drama and their own lives. They are not going to miss you for a week. You will be fine. You can pop back in. And honestly, when you pop back in after a week, you really don't even have to give an explanation. No, you don't, really don't. Feel, you don't have to explain yourself to people. No, you don't because you work for you. Okay. You don't work for these. You don't work for these people. When you get back, I, again, I took, I think I posted twice in two weeks. When I posted again, there was no explanation. 
back to regular scheduled programming and no one said anything. And that was just that. But I think knowing when you get there, knowing that it will happen, and then just having a plan of what you're going to do when that motivation dies out. Having a plan. Is it exercising for you? Is it a book that you just need to keep on your nightstand to decompress? Is it your girlfriend that you just need to call and just dump your stuff on? Knowing what you are going to do when that happens. Um, And then make sure you are connected with people who are where you want to be or who are at least inspiring or at least trying to get where you want to be. Right. People who are like-minded. Because if you're around people who are not motivated and then you happen to not get motivated, it's not going to work. So for me, you're one of my people that I can just text you and say, girl, I'm not feeling it today. I don't feel like it today. Because one of us is going to be up. That's right. (laughs) We ain't ain't never down at the same time. (laughs) We are not. We're not, right? So you got to be connected to those people who at least have some type of ambition. Yeah. Because there are, even in the last two weeks, when I've just been like tired and busy and working, you're like, girl, just get it done. Get it done. You got to get it done now. Just stop procrastinating. Just do it. And so find those type of people who that you can just bounce ideas off of or share things that are, they're going to motivate you and just don't stop. I mean, a lot of people, everyone has failures. Um, A lot of people don't post them. Yeah. And they're not, they're not going to post them. So do not wait for people to post their failures. They are absolutely not going to post them. Just know in the back of your mind, even I have failures. Yeah. Um, and people, I mean, that's what social media is. People are posting the good stuff. Nobody is sitting around sharing the sad things that happen in their life. So know that everybody goes through it, but keep posting, um, keep showing keep up for showing your business. Up. And even if you're not like actively with your online community, but you're just growing a business outside of that, just show up. Um, and consistency is more than just, um, consistency is more than task related. I was thinking about this the other day. It's not necessarily, you know, people say show up every day, show up every day, but sometimes showing up just means relaxing. Showing up for you. We should change it. Show it up for you every day. You know, so sometimes I can't show up, um, and do all the tasks today. Sometimes I need to show up for me today. So as long as you have a consistency, um, a well-rounded consistency, like life balance, then that will get you through. Very loaded things that you said. And I want people to walk away with all of that. Show up for yourself. Be graceful in your downtimes and don't have a negative opinion of why you need that downtime. Because even in life, in business, in your career with your kids, Sometimes you still need to extract yourself to give back to yourself what you need in order to get back in the game and continue. You know, we are not robots. We are human. Right. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs and people who aspire for so many things, they feel like the only way that they can measure, have any amount of success, like we said earlier, was to just pound the pavement and just be in this constant state of production. But I know one thing is for sure for me. I have learned to unplug when it's needed because unplugging allows that creativity to come back. It allows clarity of the connection to your source because God can be saying something to you in the hustle and bustle that you can't even get because you are on such a constant move that you are missing everything he's saying to you. I've been there. 
you know? And so just people having a little bit of grace with themselves that it's okay to, to schedule time in your calendar for you and keep that time there because consistent care of self is what's going to help you continue to show up for other people as your best self. Right. You know, your best self is not going to show up in your business if you don't create that space for yourself. So that's how I feel about the burnout. I've been there where I was up till two or three o'clock and then I would have to get up at six o'clock with the infant, go to my nine to five. I wasn't doing anything but thinking about my business, everything in my life. Like you said, there was a time where you were running with everything, every vision that you had. Mm-hmm. and it was having you neglect your family. Well, you know, God didn't give you a family, put your family on a back burner for a business. Right. And the world will make you think that in order to be successful, something has to suffer right. and that you can, you or, or they'll tell you the lie that you can have it all. Something's not going to get your full attention right. if you have so many balls in the air in your life. So what prioritize what makes the most sense for you and allow that to be the thing that stays at the forefront for you and make that create that space in your everything in the flow I've learned to get in the flow I don't want to hustle I want to flow we I said that to you one time before and we were like oh yes girl that's a tweet because (laughs) it just made me feel like I feel better about myself I feel better about my health I feel better about my life I feel better about my brain I feel better about my creativity I feel better about my connection with God I feel better about my connection with myself and my kids and my friends and all of those things when I'm in the flow of life right you know, so get caught up in that. And I feel like once you do that, that will allow the motivation and the creativity to come. Set the standards for yourself against your standards, not the standards of everyone else. And I get it. We need to know what the competition is doing because we need to know what the market right. wants. But don't study it so much that you diminish your value and your worth and you allow it to change the way that you show up. Right. And there's actually real quick, there's a um, couple, I don't know their name. Um, It's like Sweet Pea on Instagram. They run their business in seasons and they literally plan. They literally each year have a season of rest. That is planned into their business. So you will go on their social media. They are, you, they're nowhere to be found. They pop back up for four months. They hustle, hustle, hustle. They do a conference and they take on new clients for another four months. Hustle, hustle, hustle. After that, that last four months, it is a season of rest for them. It's a season of resting to get the next ideas for the next year. Yep. To close out all the books from this year. To see yep. what the conference we're doing. So they literally, which is how I am trying to um, incorporate into my business. Yeah. Because I realized like these people... When they have their season of rest, you might see them. They might post a picture of them in Hawaii, but they have truly took the phrase, build the life you want yep. and with it. They are not building what social media is telling them to build. That's Everybody right. says, you know, post every day, be consistent, show up, show up, show up. They said, we don't want to do that. We see, would like to show the up rules that work for you. Yep. Right. We want to show up for four months. You guys can watch us in this four months. These next four months, we're going to work with our clients one-on-one. And the next four months, we're relaxing and enjoying our family. And that's exactly what they do. They do an awesome job at it. Like That is awesome. They also have a podcast. Um, and they don't even put out a podcast once a month. They literally have seasons of their podcast. I know that's right. They release um, maybe eight episodes a year. And they do it like in a little cluster, like two or three months. 
And that's, that's awesome though. On their business just in little seasons. So sometimes they'll pop in and they'll say, we're in a season of hustle now, guys. But they, they've done a really good job of stepping back from like what social media has said and what people have said. Oh yeah. Um, but they really have created their own lane of like, no, we're not, that's not. We're the not adhering to the standard. Life. Right. I just really, I really believe that now in this space in my life that I don't want to go with the standard. Right. I don't want to feel stressed. That's why I started doing the podcast once a month because right. it got to a point where I was so stressed out trying to record and edit and put out a podcast and do a blog and post and every day. I just don't have the capacity and I'm not going to create the capacity for myself so that I can suffer. My relationship with my kids can suffer. My right. work can suffer. My relationship with my friends can suffer. There are so many other things I want to do for me right. that I had to learn the balance. Right. Yep. Balance. That's it. Balance. All right. All right, my friend. So tell it because we could just keep them forever, but we cannot do that. So um, if you have anything specific you want to hear from Tanisha or have Tanisha say or another episode you want us to do, just hit her up, hit me up and we can make it happen. But in the interim, just let them know where they can keep up with you in the meantime. You can find me on um, pretty much all social media platforms at CEO for Women. And I am on uh, Pinterest, where I share business tips, um, lifestyle, things like that. Instagram, Facebook, and then also Twitter, which I'm getting back on my Twitter game. So I know it's it's not quiet up there now if you go, but follow me there. Um, But I'm most active on Instagram. So at CEO for Women, I do answer my DMs. I'm not that person who has reached that level of success where I ignore. Um, so if you DM me, you will get a response from me. So. But if you DM her for some one-on-one consultation, <laughs> she <laughs> will not answer. You will need to pay for her services because- yeah, We just this, talked about her now and that's- Listen, wow. <laughs> this is 2020. And right now what is being given is coming straight from the source and it is valuable. We are not coaching in the DM, ladies. <laughs> Okay, hon, I just want to thank you. Thank you for your energy and your light and sharing yourself with me and the people. That is all. Well, thank you for having me on. I enjoyed it. I hope you guys really enjoyed that interview. It was really great talking to my good, good girlfriend and business sister, Tanisha. Please don't forget to go and follow her on social media. She is very motivational, very inspirational. She is really doing what God has called her to do. I'm really excited to see what happens in her business in the coming years. So stay close to her so that if she, when she starts to provide those services and products that you need, you are the first one in line to get yours. So anyway, I'm going to let you guys go because this has been a very lengthy episode. And for those of you who are coming out to the Coffee and Convo this weekend, I'm excited to see you guys. I hope, well, it's not Coffee and Convo anymore. I always say that, but it's Coffee and Cupcake Chats now. In our trusty location, it's our first one of the quarter, and I'm excited to see everybody that's coming out. If you are in the DMV, you can even walk in on Saturday, but you may not have a cupcake. So that is totally up to you. You can pay at the door. Some people don't like to use Eventbrite. But anyway, love you guys. Have a great rest of your February. I hope you guys enjoy. Set goals that are achievable. 
take care of yourselves, your personal, mental, spiritual, physical, and emotional health. It is so key in the times that we are living in right now. The world is so full of things that distract us and pull us off track, but stay focused on the ultimate goal of being the best you that you can be by any means necessary. Love you guys and have a great month. Hey, BU family, don't forget to follow on all social media handles, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and also go to www.beuncovered.org to join the mailing list and stay on top of all BU activities. 